Welcome to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence, and with me as always, Alvarado ISD Superintendent Dr. Kenneth Estes, and I will forego the the first question every week of how was your weekend, because I'm pretty sure I know how your weekend was, and we'll get into a lot of it here in a little bit, but uh, hopefully the, the fantastic weekend that Alvarado ISD and the, the community of Alvarado had extends into Monday night. That's right. We'll get started with let's get started with tonight. Let's get started with volleyball playoffs. Uh, Lady Indians qualified for the state playoffs as the second place team, which is the highest finish they've had since I've been in Alvarado. Went back to a little research on you know, how they've done and stuff, right. and so second straight twenty win season. Um, the only two in quite a while. Right. Qualified for the playoffs as a second place team, and. Enter the playoffs tonight against a Fort Worth ISD team, Carter Riverside, who finished third in their district, playing at Kennedale High School tonight at 7 p.m. Just looking forward to some more hashtag Alvarado excellence tonight. That's for sure. And it's great to see. I, I think we've been getting stronger as the season went along. Obviously, we mm-hmm. had some injuries and some other things. And so, kind of, you know, expecting big things tonight and then uh, looking forward to that next round, too. I know you don't want to look past teams, but uh, it looks like we're going to. That'd be pretty strong. Who's us? <laughs> Who is it? Doctor Warner. She, uh, she, she, she checked in, and I think she she saw that we were recording, and she's like, hey, "If I open the door, they may make me put a headset on." So that's exactly what we would have done. <laughs> so I'm sure she'll be back here in a few minutes. But also, as far as volleyball goes, for Coach Good, Coach Pruitt, Coach Hearn to come in, and you know, Coach Good was hired. Towards the beginning of the summer, as to be the assistant coach, for in the middle of the middle of the summer to be, you know, pushed into that head coaching role, gets two assistants in July, you know, for them to to put things together, you lose one of the top players in Class Four A in the state of Texas before district before, even starts. Before district starts, and everything going against you, but to be able to to keep things together, put up another twenty win season, finish second in a Fairly good district, and qualify for the playoffs says quite a bit about the the job that they've been able to do with the the Lady Indians. Yeah, and we were second to the second ranked team in the state, right? right. And that Godly is yeah, they're okay. They're <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know, we we talked about that uh, that you know we did we had spurts of greatness against them, but I think mm-hmm. we played at the level that we know we're capable of playing with. It, those would have been closer matches, also. So right. So, looking forward to a, a third straight by district championship tonight from the Lady Indians. There you go. And then, let's get in, go ahead and get into the weekend. We'll start off with Friday. So, Friday night, we take the quick little jaunt down 67 uh, to the big metropolis of Dublin, Texas, <laughs> where the population's always Dublin. <laughs> That's courtesy of Coach Davis. I, I like that. I thought that was... That was well, that was good. We also found something else out about Dublin. They they close up everything pretty early on a Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We found found that out. So went down to Dublin to play Stephenville. Uh, Stephenville typically plays at Tarleton's Memorial Stadium, and unable to use that because of Tarleton's homecoming this weekend, and so moved the game to Dublin. And the weather was nasty. It was cold. It was damp. Uh, the rain had pretty much stopped, but it was still damp and you know wet, and things got off to a little bit of a rocky start. It was 
down 21 at halftime and down 21 going into the fourth quarter, and then it happened. You know, <laughs> I, I thought we, and I think maybe you said this earlier before we were on the podcast, that I thought we played well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you said you know, you know said our defense was putting them in third and eights and third and longs and, and things like that. So, so I thought we played well. We opened up getting the fumble and taking it down and scoring, right. and, and that looked good to, to open the game up. But I have to agree with Coach, what I saw Coach uh, that – was written about what Coach Walrovin said in the Cleveland Times Review that you kind of just sensed we were in the game even mm-hmm. when we were down by three touchdowns. You didn't see anybody let up, and we played with a purpose. And it was it was really – I mean, I, I don't know. We could talk about it all day. I almost wish we would have done the podcast right after <laughs> the game because uh, right. it was just – there were so many emotions wrapped up in the win – and it's not just about beating a really good team, although obviously that was fantastic. It was that our kids played a full game, a good, hard-fought game all the way through. And we've seen that at times. Uh, felt like we played that uh, played very well against Springtown. But, man, it was it was exciting to see us take the ball 98 yards on the last drive to win the game and then convert the two-point conversion. Uh, to put his up by one, Im- impressive to say the least. I know to me, I think the biggest thing that I took out of it was, you know, early on in the season, you had a, a game with Decatur where everything is going real well and something goes wrong and then it kind of snowballs from there. Right. You know, same thing with China Spring a couple weeks ago. It, you know, we were in the game going down to cut it to about a three-point game, you know, in the second quarter and something bad happened and it kind of snowballed from there. And a couple things didn't go our way, but there was never that – oh, dang, here we go again effect this week. Right. And to me, I think that was the big kind of corner that they turned this week is, like you said, they they were in it. And they played the entire game. There was no give up. There was no anything. And so to come out with the big win, and it was a little bit of everybody, you know, special teams. The, I don't know that Steamville had an opportunity to, to return any kick. I mean, we tried a couple onsides, but trip, your typical kickoffs, I think they were all in the end zone. Right. You know, special teams played good. You know, defense, Steamville converted some third and longs early on, but in the fourth quarter when it mattered, those third and longs became fourth and longs, you know, which was huge. And then offense obviously stepping up and the big 98-yard drive and the two-point conversion. And so it was just a great team win. It was it was the perfect team win. I think I got a, quite a bit of joy also out of seeing the excitement from the, the coaches, you know, mm-hmm. because – not 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 everybody knows how much time they pour in to preparing each week, and you know I, I heard people say the week before that do you look past Stephenville and just get ready for life walks at Hatchie because that's a big game for Alvarado also to see if you get in the playoffs and and instead we didn't we certainly didn't look past Stephenville and we went and gave them a hard fought game got the win exciting exciting Friday night for sure it was most definitely and the people that were there the you know, there's maybe there's 50 people in the stands. In a few years, if you bring that game up, there's going to be about 15,000 that were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was sure. there. I saw that. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> when they talked down the road, you're right. All right. So, as exciting as Friday was, I rolled into Saturday morning with the band at the area competition in Liberty Hill. And unfortunately, and 
I know one one band kid in particular was was not happy with the game, way the game turned out since they had to leave early. Yeah, he and he told us on Thursday, or you know, he said right. he wanted to stay for the full game. He said we'll be fine. <laughs> so they leave after halftime, after their halftime performance, so they can get to Liberty Hill and get some sleep before having to be up at five thirty in the morning to compete at eight o'clock in Liberty Hill. Go through the prelims with the band and uh, get the finals and. Mr. Deed said he, he said he admitted later he goes I'll be honest with you I was a little worried. <laughs> he said I felt like if we get in the got into finals we'd be all right but I just always nervous that we're going to get into finals. And lo and behold, Alvarado placed seventh in finals, which we talked about last week. You have to be in the top five in order to go to state. So going into finals, not in that top five, and then going second, I believe, in finals. Their second. They were second to perform behind Springtown, who always tough to follow somebody that's good in Springtown. Sure. Been to the state marching band competition the last seven straight times, finished in the top ten a couple of those times, so extremely good band. And so you worry a little bit about, oh, dang, we're going right after a really good band. You know, are they going to take, take the t- first two bands to compete into the top five? And got down to the end, and as worried as they were, they not only jumped – one spot to six, not just another one to fifth, but actually jump into fourth. They jumped three bands, um, very impressive way. And doing the calculations, you have three music judges and then two visual judges. And as far as the three music judges were concerned, Alvarado was the number one band at the area competition Saturday. That's exciting. You know, we've been saying that for over a calendar year, really, that the sound of the band, the quality of the music we play, all that has gotten to such a high level that mm-hmm. I think it gives us a lot of confidence going into any competition where we shared earlier in the in the semester where we were considered the runner-up for the state honor band in mm-hmm. 4A last year to a band that moved up to 5A this year. And so that is consistent with what we've been seeing from our band, our Golden Warrior Band program. They, they take it seriously and they perform at high levels. And I just appreciate everything that's poured in uh, to the Golden Warrior Band, from the scholars, the parents that make you know have them do lessons, that listen to right. them play in their rooms, and and er- everything from the early morning practices, uh, summer band camp, it gets us to this point where we have a chance to go down and win a state championship and marching band. Right, and after our performance on Saturday night, so before they announced anything, I'm walking with Mr. Dietz back to the stands, and I guess it, I believe it was a couple of Lake Worth. Uh, band directors who did not make the finals stopped him and said, "Y'all, y'all sound like it sound like a concert band out there." <laughs> he should have seen the smile come on Mr. Dietz's face because that's what he's looking for. You know, he, I want to sound like it's like I'm marching in a with a concert band. You know, right. I don't want to sound like a marching band. I want to sound like a concert band. That's what it's supposed to sound like. And so he was grinning ear to ear after that, and a great compliment that he received from another band director that wasn't there. You know, competing in the finals and just a. A great performance and a great day, a long day for the Golden Warrior Band that started early and ended late. And that's you, uh, once again, I appreciate our parents and our band directors. You know, the kids, they're young, they're a little bit more resilient. <laughs> some of those parents, you know, made that two, two and a half hour drive <clears throat> that morning. Some mm-hmm. of them made it the night before, and they were there willing to help with getting food for the kids or repairing instruments, whatever that had to be done. But uh, you know, going back to your comment about the concert type band and and marching, I, I know that Mr. Dietz prides 
our band on the fact that he's got to challenge them. They're they're solid musicians, and he feels like he's got to a challenge them. That it would be boring for them if he had them playing lower level type stuff. So I'm not a musician. I don't fully <laughs> understand it. I, I own that, but certainly proud that we have the quality we have in our fine arts programs. So they will be going down uh, next week to perform on Wednesday. November 9th, they will be performing at 9.30 a.m. on at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, same place it was last year. And then they'll perform, wait around all day to see when they perform in the finals. And then the finals and the announcement of the places uh, will happen at 10.45 next Wednesday night. And just as a FYI, we sent out notification earlier today, but uh, next Wednesday, November 9th, will be a school holiday. Uh, it's not going to be – we're not taking that day away from anything. It's not going to be taken away from Christmas or Thanksgiving or spring break. We had a we have a few extra days for bad weather and things along those lines. And so – Yeah, we don't want to jinx it, but we knew that that could be a possible uh, possibility for us this year to be back at the state marching band competition. And because of the distance to San Antonio, it's just impossible to, uh, you know, to have school and then expect there to be a big crowd – of, school, of educators and scholars down there if they all feel like they're supposed to be in school. So we bank those days for a reason and glad that we have it available. Don't know exact times or anything yet, but the plan is to have some kind of a, a send-off route through town like we did last year. And uh, just as soon as that schedule becomes available, we'll share it out. But just an exciting, exciting, exciting time to be an Alvarado Indian right now. It really is. It was a, I don't know, I can't remember too many other weekends that included what went on because it wasn't just being in football. We had, you know, our UIL debate academic debate team um, was uh, they were going this weekend, and then last week we had the kids that qualified for state and cross country, which will be this Friday. We're excited about that. So it's like you said, it's a really good time to be an Alvarado Indian, and I hope our community when we say hashtag Alvarado Excellence they can take some pride in, in these accomplishments too because it's it's not just for the school district, it's for the whole community. Most definitely. So some other things that happened last week. Last Thursday was a, a little bit of a busy evening. <laughs> <laughs> we had our multicultural uh, performance program out at Lillian Elementary School, and it was a, it was a packed house uh, with all the classes doing dances and, and songs, and it was great to see. And I gave Miss Brindley a hard time because she – Asked if I saw her dancing, and I said, yeah, I did. And I, I got a picture of it, as a matter of fact. And you she sure goes, did. She goes, no, you didn't. I said, I did. And she goes, well, don't post it anywhere. I said, too late. <laughs> did you post it? It's on the, the district's Flickr Yeah, it is, it is on there. It, which I put a link in the <clears throat> newsletter. So, so it is I'm glad there. you reminded me of that. And I said, I said, you were the only teacher that was up there dancing with the kids, and so I had to, I had to throw that out there for you to give you a little credit. So uh, exciting night then, and then went from there directly over to the junior high for the junior high fall concert. And, you know, there's a there's a reason we were successful Saturday. <laughs> right. And it starts with what was happening on Thursday with the junior high band concert. We, we said, you know, with the band needing to leave early so they could get to Liberty Hill, we wanted to give them a fighting chance. It had been hard if they didn't have any sleep the night before a major competition-like area. That said, we, we, we all said to ourselves we could send – the junior high band, and they would perform at or above what most most other bands perform at in the high school. They're that right, they're they can, that good. I they mean, can play the fight song and all that kind of good stuff with the best of them. They they can, and it was a packed house there too. It was once again credit to our parents. We want we want that community involvement, 
and you couldn't, it was standing room only out at Lillian, and then there were certainly people standing along the edges of the gym. That's a, the kind of crowd we had for to hear our symphonic and honors band at the junior high. And then turned around, and I don't remember, we had junior high, junior high football was Wednesday night. Right. Junior high football, all three got big wins. Uh, the A-B, or I'm sorry, the 7th and 8th grade B teams combined beat Godly. Uh, the 7th A and 8th grade A both easily beat Waco United. And then Thursday night, uh, Steamboat got the better of both of our JV and freshman teams, uh, but not to be outdone on Friday by the varsity, obviously, that right. we already talked about. <laughs> All right, and then upcoming this week, we already talked about we have a playoff game tonight against Carter Riverside. We have another pl- volleyball playoff game, hopefully at some other time, either Thursday or Friday. And then Friday morning, I don't mean you'll be getting up early to go, and I think maybe a couple others, but the state cross-country meet Friday morning, uh, our our lone girl, Abby, uh, will be running th- Friday morning at 8.30, and then the boys' team will be running at 9, and uh, really excited to be out there. It's been a two or three years since we've had a chance to go out to the state meet and watch our kids run, and it's going to be an exciting morning. Yeah, to have the whole boys' team make it is, is super, and then to turn around, we had one girl qualifier, but we were just – points away from having mm-hmm. our entire girls team there also. And like I said, that's what we kind of got accustomed to being there every year. So it's great to be back. And I, I was told that we had a lot of kids running in the junior high this year. So it goes back to building that program and having the feeder system in, in, in there. And so we're excited about the future of our rate of cross country. And as we know, Coach Bishop and Coach Hebel and those guys will have them ready to run. Most definitely. And then Wednesday – I'm sorry, Thursday – we have junior high football will be at Godley. Uh, JV and freshman football will be at Life Waxahachie. And then Friday night, the final regular season game of the year for the football team, uh, they'll be hosting Life Waxahachie on what is going to be senior night. So we'll recognize all the seniors that have anything to do with the football game, uh, from band to cheerleaders to trainers to the football kids to the JROTC uh, to the Golden Report who are filming the game, all that kind of good stuff. So – it's going to be a great night recognizing our seniors who put a lot of work into this season and uh, still need a win. Knocked off Stephenville last week, obviously, but still need a win to, just to make sure we get into those the playoffs the next week and uh, have a little extra extra fun uh, for the football season. That's right. And then anything else you can think of? I know we went we went unscripted today, and I apologize. No, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think it's good every once in a while to, to switch it up. I, I would mention Cartier Collier is up for mm-hmm. two different statewide awards, and we've actually had someone already win, Mr. Football, uh, Texas High School Football uh, Player of the Week, uh, earlier in the year, uh, right. Jaden Bridgewater. But now Cartier is up for that same honor, and he's also up for another uh, Player of the Week honor. And so there's two different polls on social media that you can access, or you can access them on the Internet. Uh, and we just ask you to go vote for Cartier. He's a our sophomore quarterback who it was like you said it was a tremendous team effort but he stepped up in a big way uh, on on Friday night and ended the game by running out there on defense and intercepting Steamville's uh, last uh, down or uh, offense so it's fantastic yeah I guess he had an okay game yeah 300 and some right. yards right right 301 uh, yards passing 130 yards rushing and between rushing and passing six touchdowns and like you said, the interception, the seal the game, it was an okay game. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> nice when you go out and help the cause by intercepting the other <laughs> quarterback's pass. So right. Pretty All special. Right. All right, very well. And then 
we'll come back next week uh, with a a recap of state cross country. Hopefully, a recap and some uh, more information about a football playoff game upcoming next weekend, and then we'll preview the state marching band competition as well. So, and until next time, hashtag Alfredo Excellence.